So joyful thanksgiving and testimony damages ignorance and causes open heaven. So joyful praise, joyful thanksgiving actually puts you in an advantage. It puts you ahead. It gives you an edge to make way for the miraculous. Because you have believed God and you have the revelation in your spirit that so, so, so will be done. Anything God is doing with you, he's also doing through you. He does things in and through us, but he will first do it, you must see, to make every other person see. So the title of the message is Leap, that is, Striving in Hard Times. Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we ask that you speak to us your word and impact us. Bible says the word you speak unto us, they are spirit and life. We ask that if there is anything in our lives that needs to be corrected, it is corrected. Can you say a better amen? amen? We pray that the word of God works on us, instruct us, perfect us, mature us, especially this year concerning our lives, every area of our life. We want to live a better life. And so we are asking for the world that created us, the world that made us, that that word continue to work on us, spoken again and again to us, and that we receive the life and the spirit of the world, and our life never remains the same again. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so I'm speaking on leap, that is striving in hard times by faith. Leap, striving in hard times by faith. Um, just do a quick recap there. That we are living in a very difficult and a very funny times. Let me just put it that way. And then God demands that believers should become more God conscious and believe for, for things. Believe Him for a better life. Believe Him to live. And then I remember I mentioned that just as God separated Goshen from Egypt, the rest of Egypt, the economy in Goshen was different. The Egypt things were hard, but the economy in Goshen was easy. You know, sometimes when I meditate the scripture, I like to put myself in that scenario. You know, if I was an Egyptian, when God was plaguing Egypt, I was going to be living with Israelites. Because those frogs that came on Egyptian did not get to the Israelites. Because those water that turned to red, to blood, you remember, all those plagues, it was meant for the Egyptian, not for the Israelites. I would just relocate. And, you know, they actually branded them as slaves, so they, they kept them in a particular place and God changed the economy, the security, the everything of that place. Praise the Lord. Don't forget they walked through the wilderness, then they had to go with pillar of fire by night and the cloud by day. They were guided, they were protected, they were provided for. So when you read some of these stories in the scripture, you derive revelation from them, and that revelation becomes the substance of your faith with which you are going to leap to a level where you will not suffer what the rest of Nigerians are suffering. If you understand so far, can you say amen? amen? Look at your neighbor. Say, I want to be different. I want to be different. Say, I want to live a better life. Now, you have to say what I say you should say. So that what is the difference in people's life will not be pushed to you. 
Are you going to, if somebody is telling you I want to be different, I am not saying it. You might take the differentiation, praise God. Say to another neighbor, say, I want to be different. Say, I'm refusing to suffer. Say, regardless of foreign exchange. Regardless of difficult economy. Say, I'm choosing a better path. A divine economy. A New Testament economy. Now, I have a reason for telling you this because... There are things that we don't think they are spiritual or they don't really matter to God. They really matter to God. God gave people bread in the Bible. God gave people lunch, dinner, and uh, breakfast in the scripture. He gave people water. Praise the Lord. It matters to God. It matters to God. So um, God wants us to live a different life. By now you know poverty is no holiness. By now you know being part of all the mess in the world is no humility. Because that's not scriptural. He said when you have eaten and you are full. That's what the Bible says. When you have eaten and you are what? Full. You are not supposed to miss a meal except if you are fasting. That's why fasting to a believer is a serious desire. You must see God. Because you are not fasting in the absence, because of the absence of food. You are fasting because you have enough. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah, you open your refrigerator. There are so many things. You know, there's a way that you can have enough that your mouth is always chewing something. <laughs> How many of you understand what I'm talking about? I wake up 12 a.m. 12 you know, I mean, there's something to chew. You know. There's something to drink. Like me, I like drink more than drink. There's always something to drink. Praise God. Uh-huh. You must live a good life. Say, I choose to live a good life. I choose to live a good life. <laughs> oh, God. Good life is sweet. LD, you understand? Strong. Strengthened. You know now you believe God for health more than ever before because most of our doctors have traveled. There's nobody to take care of you except Holy Spirit. Pastor too is counting on Holy Spirit, praise God. <laughs> doctors. Some of you are still around. They are overwhelming you with job. To doctors now, they, do, they are not in emergency. If you bring any emergency, they say, wait there. You, you have... <laughs> Six hours later, what is emergency to you? Six hours later, they are now thinking, hey, share the back card. We have about, in this church, from this church alone, close to about six nurses. Five, six nurses. Jackpot. And I'm not sure. The rest of the medical practitioners, I think they are, they are planning their visa or something. I'm not sure. Because as you are seated here, one day, the Holy Spirit just moved me. I said I have not prayed about open embassies, access, 
visas. People are going like this. So one day, Holy Spirit now told me to, to declare it. Ah! I open my eyes. It's like Holy Spirit. I look at Holy Spirit. Declare what again? Only me will be here. I said, how many of you? And I said, how many of you are believing God to relocate? You come and see hands. So that's why I don't trust anybody anymore now. As you are seated, you might be planning your exit. Look at your neighbor. Say, when are you leaving? But Nigeria is good. I can convince you to stay back in this country. Let me tell you something. Okay. For bus- listen, businessmen know that Nigeria is good. You know why? You can sleep. Yes, like now. Yesterday you could have slept as a thousandaire and wake up today as a millionaire. Nigeria is good. You don't know wherever there is thick darkness, challenges, economic recession. There are so many opportunities that are banned. So many opportunities. So many. God just needs to open your eyes to see them. But I believe God strongly that this year you are leaping by faith to a higher level. Can you say believing amen? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I live by faith. To a higher level. In every area of my life. Glory, 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 glory. Living by faith. Some of you, you know, I've said it, prophesied it. You came into this year as a tenant, you ending the year as landlord. Praise the Lord. Just admire good things. Don't hate good things. Don't hate beautiful things. Don't say, you know, it's all vanity. Look. There are beautiful vanities. Good vanities. You see, material is vanity to you if it's taking taking you away from your eternity. Money is vanity if it's dissociating you from God. The eternal life within you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. After all, we cannot have God and mammon. Stop consoling yourself with, uh, with funny understanding. That's ignorance. You cannot serve God and mammon. It is true, that's scripture, but you can serve God with mammon. Do you get what I'm saying? You can serve God with what? Mammon. mammon. Praise God. This is a good year. How many of you believe what I'm saying? This is a good year. You are cashing out this year. Big time. You know, you know what, you know, you know what God told me. You know what God told me. You know, I saw one of his staff doing like this. We cash out, no more, Pastor. <laughs> you know what God told me? He said, the remnants in communion, bless, be blessing them, be blessing them. You see, some of you, I might not be saying it to your face. I talk you up in my privacy. I want to see businesses springing up. 
Big businesses. There are certain things we don't want to mention in this church anymore. Once we do something worth 100 million, 200, we don't want to mention anymore. Or once we mention words like this, two people will just write a check. I'm telling you the truth. People by themselves will be convinced by the Holy Ghost that pastor, you know, I know a minister friend who told me, he said, who, who mentioned that everywhere, there's a real estate company, everywhere they build houses, they give him a copy. I said to myself, what's my anointing doing? Praise God. Your life will be better. Yeah. Everywhere there is a, a, an estate, when they build estates, they, there's one house they dedicate to him in that estate. And they have many estates all over the place. By the power of the Holy Spirit, this year you live victoriously. Yeah. You, you live a good life. Yeah. With financial breakthroughs. Yeah. You live in holiness. Amen. You get closer and become so deeply intimate with God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you shout a believing amen? amen? So I gave some definitions. And um, if there is any time for us to live, it is now. I tell you the truth. It is now. So last Wednesday... I shared thoughts on, I said, leaping is a large jump or sudden movement of faith, um, literally in the direction of one's miracle. The supernatural movement of faith that causes a drastic change and divine experience beyond words. So, leaping is an act of faith. And we call it a movement. If you look at, I'm going to attend to questions after, so when they are showing you this, so it means that you, if you have questions, you can ask. So what it means is this, that when you have gotten a substance of faith, you got a revelation in your spirit, that revelation propels you into action. There's something that just makes you all of a sudden become so restless, and you start moving and migrating towards your miracle. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let me give you an example. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Look at it. Can we read it together? Read it with grace. Don't say, I, Jesus Christ. No. Read it with anointing. Praise God. One, two, three, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with do you know that you are anointed? Let me ask your neighbor. Say, do you know that you are anointed? <laughs> now, talk to another neighbor. Say, I'm anointed. <laughs> Make sure you are obeying the instruction. Now. Talk to another neighbor. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. So, are you anointed? Yes. I'm asking you, are you sure? Yes, so what is remaining for you to do here? To do good works. Look at what he said. He said, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about movement. So you can't carry the anointing and be stagnant. There must be some movement. Like I like to say, there must be some wenting about. Glory to God. You must went about. For Christ went about. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
There must be some movement. You must decide to start what you have been planning to start for the past five years. You must decide and actually start reading that book you bought eight years ago. How many of you have books that you have not read, that you have been saying you want to read, you want to read, you, you have a plan goal around the book. I read book one, book two, book three, book Before the end of the year, I've read 12. Powerful. The whole of last year, you read two chapters. <laughs> but you know that if you don't experience that, you won't have a full testimony. Yes. Because there's a way God brings out big things in your life that you surprise yourself. You yourself, you'll be surprised that, is it me? I can't believe this. It went about. So somebody can be anointed and be stagnant. So God says that, who went about? The miracle didn't start happening until it went about. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are so anointed, but there is need for a movement of faith, a leap. Then when you leave, you start seeing the miracle. Just like Moses pointed, he talk, when Moses was, people were complaining and he talked to God, and God said, well, tell my people to go forward. To go forward to where? Where there's Red Sea, and at their back, is another thing entirely. He said, what's that in your hand? Stretch it. And then this Red Sea will part. But I already tell people to go forward. Look at John um, Jordan. He told, he told Joshua, he said, the priest should carry the ark and then they should go into the Jordan. God will always want us to step into that particular matter before the matter will start responding to us. Are you getting what I'm saying? God had never in any way put man in a situation where he is, he is, he is um, satisfied with his own capacity, having everything in place, before he start taking a step of faith, no. It's not a step of faith if you have all the money for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not a step of faith. You have to take a step of faith. You have been wanting to marry, marry. Because you already have somebody to marry. So you are thinking that you want a kind of marriage and blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing wrong with that thinking. So if your budget is 10 million and then, you know, you'll just be smart because... <laughs> You can marry and realize that so you need more money in marriage than for the day of wedding. Don't let anybody put you in trouble. So your, your budget with all your frugality and management is 10 million and all that you have is 2-3 million. Start planning. Go to move. Go to the event center or wherever you want to use and start talking about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Go to a car dealer and start pricing the, you know, there's a step you have to take first. I know a pastor. He went to price a new car. And then, you know, it was so high. He went with one of his associates. It was so high. And then they looked at it. They admired the car. And then they were going back. And then the dealer said, no, pastor, come. How? Come, pastor. You, it's like you like this guy. He said, yes. The dealer. He said, okay, you don't have the money. He said, yes. So how much do you have? He couldn't believe it. And that's how the pastor, just like you do mortgage or something, that's how the dealer just spread it for the pastor to find it easy to pay for the car. 
But if he had not moved, he's just waiting. Do you get what I'm saying? Just, if nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Have you noticed the nature of human beings? Until they see you doing something, they won't rise to, to support you. If they don't see your invitation, they won't. Although some people, if they see invitation, even on the day, there's nothing they will do. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you don't bank on people. You bank on God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then he will move people. It's movement of faith. To leap in your academics, you have to read. It's a movement. Don't be discouraged that you read and you don't even assimilate in the day. You know, the night I'm assimilate, I assimilate, they take light. You know, this life self. Issues, they will press. <laughs> Whereas the same you will be supplying lights to Nigeria very soon. Are you getting what I'm saying? I, I, you know, God so do it in such a way that what you go through is actually part of the things you are going to be solving for thousands of people. But God will walk you to go through it first so that you can understand those who are suffering from it. <laughs> oh God, I'm living a better life. I, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to fail. I move by the power of the Holy Spirit. I move. Look at your neighbor and say, Move. The, the key word for me in this verse who went, went is the key. Went is the key. Look at Mark 16, verse 17. Mark 16, verse 17. You see, by all means, believers are anointed, right? But they are high do. Believers are anointed. They are high do. Sometimes you can have a job and be high do. Because God wants you to scale up, to be promoted, to be this. He wants you to read some more. He wants you to you understand, acquire more skill or sharpen the one you have. By all means, you must constantly be moving. You must constantly be getting better. Look at this scripture very well. Let's, let's read it. One, two, three, go. <laughs> and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new good. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Is he following me? Follow me. Many of you, you are asking for things before, because you are stagnant. You can't get it. Mm. But if I do like this, follow me. Is he following me? Yes, follow me. Is he following me? Yes, if I get to this point, I say, follow me. So, you know what this place is saying? Signs don't follow those who are stagnant. Mm. Now, what is movement? This movement is leaping. Let's say, I'm a businessman, I have a thousand, I have like maybe hundred thousand. And Bible says these signs are follow you. What this scripture is saying, I know literally, I know the theologians say this people have come, they'll be turning Bible. Look, you can interpret scripture in a figurative way and you can interpret scripture literally. I hope that is clear. In context, Christ is saying, go and preach the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then in the school of faith, this same Christ is Telling us that until you take a step of faith, signs don't respond. You know, according to Deuteronomy, I think Deuteronomy 18 or something, he said, I and the children that the God has given unto me, we are for signs 
most of people were for signs and wonders. Most of people quote it, but they remain on the spot. Jesus now told us that signs and wonders only happen in the life of people who are moving by faith. Faith is a movement. That's why 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, we walk by faith, not we stand still by faith. You know, if you stand like this, can you stand like that too and back me like this? Signs and wonders. Photographer, poster. Stand still by faith. Let's wait for a photo. These are church. These are church. Look that side. Ah, are you from another one? Your signs are behind you. Their signs are beside you. The miracles are so close to you. The reason why they are not manifesting is because you are not moving. You have refused to start the business. You have refused to scale up. You have refused to look for more customers. You have refused. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have refused to advertise. You have refused to study more. If you are planning to relocate, it must be a movement of faith. So that you can see signs and wonders when you get there. And that is why you can follow me. You can follow me and then from 100,000 to 100 million to 1 billion. Can you see that? To 5 billion. If you get to 5 billion and relax, it will stop working. And then from 5 billion, you know, your relations, your community, your village people, your, your, do you understand? Everybody will be demanding and it will be reducing. That's why people talk about old money. You are not supposed to be an old money. Have you heard that statement before? They say old money. What's the meaning of that? Bible says in their old age, they will be fat and flourishing. Thank you. So, you know, follow. In their old days, Psalm 92, look, when I quote scriptures, note them and go and meditate on them. Don't be a Jesu believer. An empty barrel believer. No scriptures inside them. I believe there is nothing beautiful or handsome about anybody that doesn't have scriptures inside them. Make up, can't make up for it. Look at it. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and uh, flourishing. No bankruptcy in old age. They have more than enough. Their company is still making money. That's why the Bible says a righteous man leave inheritance for children's children. Inheritance. You know what that means? You call your children, I'm about to go to God. You see this company? Last year we made one, two billion extra. This year you are, we are planning for four billion. You know, continue with the work. And you will have trained them. That's what you hand over. Not that you, after you die, they say that there's one depth somewhere, there's one depth somewhere. You say, Papa, Papa, please come back to life. <laughs> pay your debts. Have money for your funeral somewhere. Have money for, do you understand? Decide where you let them do the dig the thing. You see, oh, this is where I'm going to sleep. Oh, glory. That's a righteous man. Don't just die anyhow. This I shall follow. Go to Matthew chapter, go to Matthew chapter 28, verse, um, verse 18. Jesus Christ came, he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has, has been given unto me. He said, Go ye therefore. Look at, look at that scripture. What did he say? What's the first word? 
I remember T.L. Osborne. He said everybody is seeing uh, 30 hours vision. Everybody is having an encounter with the Holy Ghost. How God called them. He said, I was reading my Bible and the light dawned on me. God said, go. Eh? Go. 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 That's all he saw. T.L. Osborne. You see, some of you have had an encounter in third heaven. You have had an encounter in... Uh, in, uh, on the sea. You have had a counter on the land. You, do you understand? You are here to... <laughs> go! Look at your neighbor say, go. go! What does this mean? It means that the authority in Christ that is now resting on you or that is, you know, vexed in you can be undermined when you refuse to take step. He says, go. Going is an act of faith. It's an act of faith. It's an act of faith. Stop looking down on yourself. Attend the board meeting. Go and do your go and pitch. Anyhow, do your presentation. Let them laugh at you. you the, the, the fact or the truth is, and when I teach, I like to say the truth. The truth is, God can use that foolish presentation to confound the wise. Because you are moving by the Spirit. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, take care of yourself and know the necessary things. So this is the kind of things that we are talking about. So this year, businesses must spring up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Career must get better. Career must get better. The reason why you are comfortable is because you don't know what people are earning. Sometimes when you know what people are earning, you will be challenged. You'll be challenged. Not that you'll be envious or you'll be whatever. There's a way, Bible says, provoke one another to good works. That's what Bible says. Say, provoke one another to good works. If you see somebody doing well, and that is not provoking you to say, ah, God, if you are doing this in my neighborhood, that means there's a portion for me. Oh, Father, thank you for what you are doing in his life. Thank you for what you are doing in her life. Oh, that person just shared a testimony. Oh, glory to God. I am expectant. I can do better as well. That is being provoked unto good works. Not that you hear of the exploit somebody is doing and say, okay, Kenny. No, 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 it's not like that. What's, what's Kenny? Praise God. Huh? And you see here, it seems you have been stagnant. The way you are silent. Glory, 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 glory. (laughs) Anyone stagnated by any demon, I free you today in the name of Jesus. I declare, move forward. I declare, make progress. I declare, move forward. Move upward. In the name of Jesus. Please, stop looking down on yourself. You are not that young. I'm not saying you are old, but you are not that young. Praise God. (sighs) Glory to God. Number two, is the change in life quality and increase in the quantities of good and perfect gift from our Father. The change in life quality and increase in quantities of good and perfect gift from God our Father. You remember um, James chapter 1 verse 17, it says that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light. You see? And the Bible says, with whom there is no variation or shadow of what? Turning. 
Sometimes you think you deserve certain things, whereas some people deserve it more. God bless some people. He chooses to just give those things, especially those who walk in faith, who trust him for it. God, I mean, you, one could have been around God and not be really be acting in faith, active in faith. That's just the truth. That's the truth. All right? One can be playing religion and just be there, just worship, and you are complaining and all that. And there is nothing that is as frustrating as not getting results. Because you start getting bitter, you start getting offended as other people are making waves and all that. And then you, it looks like nothing is happening for you. Take note of those two statements or those two words. The change in the quality of life. A change in the quality of life. For example, if you look at um, Ikeja, if you look at Ikeja, there's a report recently that they hear people breed in Ikeja or they hear in Ikeja or something that is not as pure as expected. There's a report I saw, uh, Ikeja and some places like that. You can live a better life. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can live a better life. I have a friend, um, one of my very good friends. You know, the many ones in the country, they are in oil and gas, and I think they are well satisfied. That's, the, that's why they are still there. So I was in his house, um, in Lekki there. Fantastic house. Built it himself. I mean, you think you're out of the country, actually. The neighborhood, the whole entire neighborhood. But before I got in there, I went through another, you know, rowdy... It's more or less like that one is Africa, and his place is out of the... Do you understand? Something like that. You know, it's setting that is more organized. and He's been to my place as well. And um, <laughs> I know people whose lives are better by marriage. His wife is one of them. He doesn't even know how to enjoy his money. His wife that came in... His wife is just a makeup artist. His wife came in to teach him how to enjoy his money. He told me, he said, come and see this house. He said, you see this? All the interior deco. He said, I just built one big duplex for myself. But the, all the detailed, say, I made sure that so many windows so that fresh air can come and I can see sunlight. I can, you know, he said, I, uh, I said, uh. he said, that's what women are made for, to make the life of men better. Eh? All women that are here that are married, May God continue to give you grace to make your husbands better in Jesus' name. Amen. And the ones that are single, may God steer grace in you to get married to the ones you can make better in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, there are people that don't want to be made better. You can be frustrated helping them. Marriage can be funny. You have better pray. This movement I'm talking about, there are women that are moving, their husbands are drawing them back. Women that are moving like this for signs and wonders. The husband say, where are you going? <laughs> and they, you, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and there are men too that are moving. Their wives, they're not born you. Try Anna. So he was telling me his experience. And he said, you know, this place, 
You know, she just came and said they should block this place. So they had to do something like internal POP, all those kind of top and blah. Very beautiful. I said, wow. And then let me just bring up a point here. I found out that those who pursue money don't actually get to marry a person with money. Because this is just a young lady, just like Moses Bliss Matter. This is just a young lady who's just doing her thing and makeup and a very young, fine lady and then just doing her thing and blah, blah. And then my guy who is normally a nerd. You know, there are some of friends that you will have that you will wonder how did you fall in love. I, you, you, you love. <laughs> Is somebody in that class? Do you understand? The guy was the best in the whole of faculty of engineering. The best. The best. The pastor is the good best. <laughs> if not because of your souls, I will have been rolling with some of them. It's because of your souls. I left, I, I declined. I declined job with all and girls. That's why I'm here. And souls are more precious. You can't be compared with 10 billion. Just one person. You can't. 10 billion dollars. You can't. That's my own consolation. And they envy me. They sow into my life. So what I'm saying is that there's a way you, you, you are single, your life is beautiful. You increase, you live in a good place, it's beautiful. You marry, it becomes more beautiful. There's increase in the quality of the life that you live part time. Don't ever think that things are going to go down this year. Do you get what I'm saying? It will always get better. That should be your faith in God that my life will always get better. Look at what God did. He took them from bondage and took them through the wilderness. He was giving them food, giving them water, and he took them to a place flowing with milk and honey. Even though they will have to fight to take the inheritance, but the land is flowing with milk and honey. That's who God is. Milk and honey is not some spiritual anything there. Honey is honey. Milk is milk. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are having unusual testimonies this year. The quality of your life must increase. Desire to live in a good place. And love beautiful things. When you see it in people's lives, don't envy. Don't let your countenance fall. Thank God for them. Love good things. Have those pictures of good homes in your, in your, on, your, on your phones. Have the pictures of good homes. Have the pictures of good cars. Always be seeing beautiful things around you. Put those. Do you get what I'm saying? Let your heart think beautiful things. The quality of your life must be better. The same thing when it comes to health. Be careful what you eat, what you drink. Learn from nutritionists. Learn from uh, medical people. Learn, you know, just always increase the quality. If they tell you do exercise once in a week or twice in a week, do it so that you, you increase the quality of your health. You see, the quality of the life we live must always be better. The same thing with money. Make more money. Because the more money you make, the more you are able to afford certain things. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? I remember there was a season in our lives, growing up as kids, I don't know whether they used to force those kind of shoes or not, I don't know. The thing will be pinching you. How many of you went through what I went through? The thing will be pinching you somehow, then you endure. You'll be in a party, everybody is smiling, everybody, you two are acting like everything is okay. You can't remove the shoe, you can't, do you understand? There was a time my father went, you know, in those days, learners, bat, uh, batters, uh, lebentees, all those days, some of you are... Uh, Nigeria. So now it will bring us broom and mayor heat. So it, one day I said, Why do you? I, I asked him, I was very, I mean, inquisitive. He said, You know, because you are growing fast. So you can, you meet it. <laughs> you do. You, <laughs> your leg will grow and meet it. <laughs> How many of you understand what I'm talking about? And we talk about increase in quantities. Increase it. Let me give you an example. John chapter 6, because of time. John chapter 6. You will love this. Because it's any time you are leaping by faith, there is increase in goods and perfect gifts. Things will increase. Anytime you are leaping by faith, the quality of your life will be better. See, I want you to just get mad at the state of your account. Snap it and put it up. I start speaking to it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It might just be 50 naira is there. You speak to it until it becomes 50 million. You speak to it. Are you getting what I'm saying? We want to actually live by faith this year. It's a serious thing I'm talking about. When we, we, we plan to raise 200 million, and with all your contributions, all everybody's contribution, my own and everything. Ah. When I look at where we are, at where we are going, <laughs> ah, we are not even seeing 10 percent. Ah, all of us. Then I know that there's some supernatural miracle that must happen. Are you getting what I'm saying? You now know how I know. One day, early this year, when I got the report of. I said, okay, they should pack everything in one side, one account. They should pack everything. Let's pack it. I said, okay. So, a man of God was preaching. He just said something in passing. Holy Spirit has hinted me about something that you don't dis- de- decide based on what you have to do what you should do. You start doing what you should do so that you can have what you should have. Did you get what I'm saying? Okay, Let, let's see this thing. Um, where the Sea of Galilee, go to verse uh, 5. Multitude were coming to Jesus and all that. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that this may eat? Multitude. Jesus said, where shall we? For you to know that Jesus is concerned about people's welfare. Where shall we buy bread that this may eat? Look at the response. Apparently, they've been there listening to Jesus two, three days. They were now weak. Disciples said they should go. They said no, because if you read the uh, account of other gospel, he said, but this is said to text Philip. Don't forget, who did he speak to? Philip, right? So it means Jesus Christ in his team asked people that are designated to carry out specific assignments. You know, Judas was the one in charge of Paul's. Uh-huh. Philip could have probably been in charge of welfare. So Philip said, 
But this is said, Jesus said to Philip to test him. And that's not the first time. Because when you see the response of Philip, you will know it's not the first time of Philip. No, let's re- finish reading that, that, that last one. He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he will. That is those who leap. The people who leap always knows what they should do. That's how God told me. He said, you won't say because of what you have, you will not start. Send people to the land to start working. So the professional has been there. They travel from Lagos. They started working. Don't forget, we, I wanted to say that we don't have what we should have yet, but we believe we have it. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Yes, verse 7. Let's read it together. Verse 7. One, two, three, go. For them that everyone... Can you see that? That every one of them may have a little. So, <laughs> Philip knows how to economize. He said, well, let's even assume that everybody instead of eating... 10 times slices of bread. Let's give them three, three, four, four. All of them, 200 dinary worth of bread is not even sufficient. It won't go around. So Philip has gone to start calculating. Philip has gone to start permutating and doing combination. Look at what happened. Look at what happened. So one of his disciples, take note of Philip, because in, in Jesus' gathering, See, now, there will always be Philip people. Then you see Andrew. Those two characters are wonderful characters. One of of his disciples, Ed, because he will have Ed, Simon, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, Jesus, yes, there is a lad here who has five belly loaves and two small fish. That's looking like a solution has started coming in, Right? But you know, if he had stopped there, it would have been better. Look at the next thing he says. Let's read the last thing. Yeah? One, two, three, go. But what are they among so? What are what? Among so? Oh. You find something lethal from a lad? It looks like there's going to be a solution. Have they built it? What were they saying? Did they have plan to build it? But you know when you have plans, everyone has concluded that you have done it. That's why I say, count the cost. When you count the cost of a tower, you have built it. And that's why he says that, look, we have to go down and distort their language. Did you get that? So God is not saying counting the cost means have the money in their accounts. That's the wrong impression that some men have because they want to have the money in their account before they marry because they think that it's that money that will impress a woman. Look, let me tell you something. You can't get a good woman by having all the money. It will shock you. You will always get somebody that needs your money. The person is, is coming because of your money. And that doesn't mean that you should, should not be rich. Before, are you getting what I'm saying? You see, how you discover virtue is not by you remaining in poverty. It's by making progress. As somebody is willing to journey along with you on that, are you getting what I'm saying? The progress you are making. 
Leave the women. Normally, Holy Spirit will borrow them bearing so that they will know that being after a man's wealth is applying to be one of the assets. Because if somebody tells you sit down, you sit down. You know it's called assets. Or it's applying to be one of the property, not just assets, one of the property. Because if I buy a television, I dictate to the television. That's what happens. But if you really, if you really want to marry a great person, who is a highly productive person, they don't marry property. They don't marry property. Because they don't want somebody they dictate to. They want somebody that will be a co-great woman. Do you understand? A co-productive woman. A co When they are thinking 10, the woman is thinking 20. Are you see here? Somebody is thinking, hey, you my God. In case you have been tagging people. Because you heard somebody tag somebody. Sending DM. So that my guy told me how his life increased. The quality of your life must be better. So, Philip people will always overcalculate. Why? Before he gets married, he wants to have all the money. What you should have is not all the money, it's good investment and good assets. Good business that is making progress. That's all. They say, have all the money. And what is the problem of Andrew? The Andrew people always despise what they have. Look at your neighbor, say you have something. something. Say it louder, say you have something. Let me tell you, God has never created anybody, whether born again or not born again, that doesn't have something that he needs to use to survive. That is the truth. God has never. See, let me tell you something. If you look at, if you observe animals, what can get them food is in them. Animals, not to talk human beings. What can make them survive is in them. God is that complete in the way he does things. So you can imagine, in that crowd, in that multitude, there was an issue, no food, but a lad has a small food. But that food must not be despised. You know the problem? You are despising your talent. You are despising your gift. You are despising your business. You are despising your career. And you say, you see, if I can just move now from this HR and just go and join tech, you are despising your career. And then somebody from tech is wants to move to what are they doing now? HR. Wants to move to HR. Anywhere you see that things are happening, that's where you are driven to want to just be part. You don't know what God has planned. You are not following Him every step of the way. Do you get what I'm saying? The unique plan He has for you is different. And there's something He has wired you with. If you are still here, can you say amen? Amen. So it says, what are these among so what? Men. You know, there are people that just blow. They, don't, they didn't plan that they were going to be that 
Do you understand? Uh, maybe they are just doing skits. And then, do you understand? And then, and then before you know it, pa, 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 pa. And then you see some people, they didn't, they didn't plan that they are going to be executive director of a bank. They were just reading more and developing on themselves until one day, one boss just cited them and said, ah, no, I want to go for this seminar. I want to go and do this. I want to go and do that. I have a, a friend that is very close, like a mutual friend with a friend. Very close, a lady like that. He was just, he just felt maybe God was leading her to go and study something and did it. That's how I started working with the governor of this state at the time. At the time. What has happened? He, lives, he's in the, he's, he, he was working in that same office within the vicinity of governor in a way, but it's far, not in that caucus. So governor one day was just telling his friend, he said, we needed somebody to do this, to do this, to do this. You know, somebody that has this, that has this, that has this. He said, what are you saying? Ah, this guy has it now. You don't mean it. When did, he, when did she get it? He said, ah, recently she just finished the course. She just did this. Just like six months ago. He said, no, call her. That's how they brought her into the inner chamber. Bringing her into the inner chamber multiplied her salary times nine. She lives in Park, Parkview now. There is something inside you that you are despising. If you look at your account, you know you can despise the money there. How many of you have 100 naira in your account? At least 100 naira. 100 naira. You know that's just bank charges. Once they remove it, you have anything. Wait. Do you know there's a way you can look at the 100 naira and say, ah! My God. Do you remember the woman of Zarephath, the widow? You know, that's all that she had. So what happened to her eventually? All throughout the three and a half years of famine and all that, she was living in abundance. Is that not what happened to her? So why are you, why are you downplaying and underrating and undervaluing the last thing that you have? Or that little thing that appears little? Let me teach you what to do with whatever little that is in your hand. It's exactly what Jesus Christ did. Everybody here might have gone to private school, Ivy League school, uh, Princeton, Yale, Harvard, uh, you know, Everton, uh, Asna. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> and you, you just went to one school like that, and you are despising it. We sometimes we ask, "What's your what's your school?" You are mentioning the local governments where. <laughs> You are despising, you can't even mention it. Ah. You are despising it. What is this among so many? Those are Andrew people. I don't want you to be Andrew this year. Don't look down on anybody. It's not by what people drive for, it's by what is driving people. The thing that multiplies things in the life of the people is inside them. Look at this. Next verse. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. So that means they, sit down, they sat down in group. So what is God doing? He's planning around what Andrew said is little. So what God wants you to do is to structure and plan around that thing that you undervalue. 
Do you get what I'm saying? To look at the 100 naira and say, yes, I'm going to start a great company with this 100 naira. And you're praying in the Holy Spirit. And you see that. And God starts giving you an idea. Before you know it, somebody will just book out. He said, we, we, we're looking for somebody who can supply this and supply. You know, it will shock you. That they are the one that will give you mobilization fund to go and bring the goods to supply it. All the first set of money I made in my life, they had none of my inputs as cash. One banker told me, he has been a banker for 26 years. I supplied a, com a, a conference with a particular booklet. Jonathan was going to be a guest there. President Jonathan that time. The man told me, he said, I've never done business with people who don't do it and come for money when they, when they deliver it. I said, sir, our company policy, which company? I'm the director. I'm the salesman. I'm the director. I'm the production manager. I'm the... I said, sir, our policy is that you give us 40, 50% mobilization fee. Even me, myself, I don't give any mobilization fee for anything. <laughs> I say, okay, 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 okay. Just make sure that it's top-notch, excellent. Ah, you, I mean, believe, don't trust me now. I finished him with presentation, excellent, good. Ah, sir, sir, our own standard, I want to believe, is better than what you are expecting. You are doing things for Ministry of Administration, blah, blah. We don't do government stuff. We, we render stuff to private entities. And it was in private before. So he knew, he tried to understand what I'm talking about. Bam! For you to know that when you move, God will move. The people have gave the job because I had to delegate it. Because I, I, I was still a pastor. They did this. They made some mistakes. They, they just felt like they kept some. They re, the remaining, they kept it somewhere. So when I submitted that, in the conference, they just told me that more people came than expected. They said they needed like 200 more copies. When I called those people, they said, ah, we have a lot of in now. I wasn't going to reprint anything, do anything. I was just to repackage and supply extra. And I built them like I built them for the first one. Listen, oh. Listen, oh. When, when you move, God moves. I'm not joking. I made money early. 1.5 million, 1 million. And it's gospel. And so if God is paying me, you cannot be angry. And Jesus took the loaves. So what you do is to take that little thing. You take it. And when you had given thanks, so anytime you see things that you are undervaluing the little things, if you can identify it in your home, that little thing, give thanks on it. God, what God has taught me about communion is that, Lord, you know, we should have been big, we should have been that, we should have been this. He said there is remnant. There is remnant. You have to focus on the remnants. You take them and give thanks on them. Some of them gossip. Some of them are not perfect. Some of them do anyhow. Some of them say, rebook the one you can rebook. The ones that have gone beyond the get out of this remnant. And take the remnant. Present the remnant to God and give thanks and expect multiplication. Give thanks on what you have. Don't focus on what you don't have. That's why people pursue what they don't have. They're looking for capital where it does not exist. And they are undermining 100,000 in their account. Two million in their account. Because they look at it. We want to be one billion. We have two million. Hey, hey, hey. 
Send help, Lord. Send help, Lord. The focus is on what they don't have. The focus should be on God who can call the things that be not as though they were. Look at it. And they started distributing it. You know the rest of the story. The whole thing what? Multiplied. I see multiplication this year. Let me round up. If you check the book of Luke chapter 5, Jesus came to Peter's boat. They were frustrated, yet they were giving to Jesus. They needed to pay money. They needed to pay debt, yet they were giving to Jesus. They gave him his boat. You see, they gave him their boat because at least you must have something. If you can't catch fish, you have net, you have boots. You have implements, you have tools. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even if money is not coming in, you still have your implement, you have your tool, you have your instrument, you have your equipment. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Render it to Jesus' service. That's what Peter did here. And Jesus said, after he has finished preaching, look at what happened. He used his boat, asked him to put out a, a little from the land. And he sat down there and taught the multitude, yes, from the boat. And then the Bible says he stopped speaking. He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Let down, how many nets? Nets. Can you see that there? Let down your net. And then Peter said, look at what Simon said. And said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the... I will let down the what? He didn't even obey the instruction completely. But that's how you know he was a sinner. He let that denied. Please, let's be careful here. We have toyed all night. Your professionalism is different from revelation. When God gives an instruction, don't compare it with what you have learned in school. Most of the time, our degrees is fighting revelation in our mind. Our exposures. We are too informed to be revelated. Or to assess revelation. Look at it. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. And their net, single net, whereas God said nets. Creator can't be speaking. You see, I got this long time ago. <laughs> Creator can't be speaking and creation will not listen. I'm sure there are some fish that left Lagos Lagoon and went to that place. Maybe Jordan or somewhere where Jesus was speaking. Creation can, creator can be speaking and creation will not come and listen. Everything listen. That's why I say you shall say to this mountain. Every listen, everything listen to someone who carry creators on their inside. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so he told them, he said, catch some fish before all of them went back. Or from, before all of them will go back. Let me give you the remaining. Please send in your questions now. Number three is, is reaffirmation and fulfillment of the prophetic promises by experiencing the miraculous EG, the healing power. Give us Isaiah 35, verse 6 to 7. If you can give us that GNT, good. Then the lame shall leap like a deer. Please, if your business is going through, is lame, your career, your maritals, you are leaping like a deer this year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Look at what it says in GNT. It said, the lame will leap and dance. Does the lame dance? Have you seen the lame on the road? People are asking for arms. Do you see them dancing? He said, they will leap because they can't dance until they leap by faith. Bible says he has turned our money into what? 
He has turned our mourning. That means that's where we are grieving. That's where there is poverty. There is famine. He has turned it into dancing. But something happened between the turning of money into dancing. It's called leaping by faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Things won't change if you don't change to change things. You have to move. And look at what he says. He said, and those who cannot speak will shout for joy. Streams of water will flow through the desert. Yes, verse 7. And it says, the burning sand will become a lake and dry land will be filled with springs where jackals used to live, much grass and reeds will grow. Number four, it's a joyful response of faith to God's prophetic word and obedient action to prophetic instruction. Joyful response of faith to God's prophetic word and obedient action to prophetic instruction. Let's see the book of Psalm 28, verse 7 to 9. NIV. Psalm 28, verse 7 to 9. NIV. Then from there, we'll go to Luke. Let's read it together. Everybody, one, two, three, go. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him. Let's read it again. Read it louder now, and like you are confessing. That's why I got in, in, in first service. One, two, three, go. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Let's do verse 8. One, two, three, go. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Somebody say, I live for joy. I live for joy. So the Bible says it's a fortress, fortress of salvation. Deliver from poverty, deliver from sickness, deliver from pain. You see? And it's our strength. So what we say is a response to prophetic God's, to God's prophetic words. The response, your response to God's prophetic words. With joy. I rejoice at your word as someone that I found a great point or a great trail. The word of God are trails. The revelation that comes to your spirit is trail. Hmm. It's trail. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 19. I will close with that. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 19. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor the fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no fruit, no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no aid in stores. Somebody might be going through all this. And yet, I will rejoice. Can you see that? And I will joy in the God of my salvation. You see, why he says he will rejoice is because if he, despite the situation of things, if you can maintain your flow with God, and you can hear him, that's where the assurance is. That's where they are. Assurance is not in one big man telling you, come and meet me. Assurance is not there. Assurance is not in one uncle promising you. Assurance is not there. He can die. Anything can happen. But assurance is in the revelation of God's word. I will just rejoice at it. Glory, 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 glory. I say, glory! Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm alive. I'm alive. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Say, I am, I am excellent. I am full of glory. Full of glory. Say, I live, a life. I live a better life. 
Say I'm a champion. Say by the grace of God, I move this year. I live by faith. I live for joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, shout glory. There are, there are three different categories. That's what I want to look at on Wednesday. And it's a global service. Three different categories of leaping by faith. Leaping. Three different categories. I'll share it.